Hello and welcome back to Roaming Roots. My name is Vesselma Klavnes Berge and I have started this podcast focused on responsible and mindful travel and tourism because I'm so curious about the topic myself. My end goal is that we will all come out as smarter and more conscious travelers and that we can find ways to explore the world without feeling guilty about leaving too many big and heavy footprints, both on local communities and the environment in general. Today, I have the pleasure of having Amit Jaipuria, the founder and chief experience designer at Postcard as my guest. You will soon be learning more about Postcard, but before that, as mentioned, I started this podcast because I have so many questions myself around the topic of mindful and responsible travel and everything around how we will travel in the future. Everything that I'm learning through this project, I try to share with you in the episodes, of course, but I'm also collecting everything in my own library, library in Notion, which I'm very fond of, and that is open to you as well. You will find a growing list of books, podcasts, articles, research, companies, and people in there. You can get access to the library by going to bycause.co slash resources. So that is B-Y-C-A-U-S-E dot co slash resources. So see you inside the library. And now to today's episode. Okay, so before I play this conversation, I just want to say that I'm not too proud of the sound quality this time. I have changed some of my recording setup recently and something is a little bit off, but I think you will manage just fine. And I also have a plan to have Amit come back at a later stage so that we can hear more about how Postcard has grown. So with that, here's my conversation with Amit Jaipuria. So today I have the great pleasure to welcome Amit Jaipuria to the podcast. Welcome to Roaming Roots, Amit. Thanks, Vesi. Thank you for having me. Just to make a short introduction, you are the founder and chief experience designer at Postcard. Very, very nice title, I have to say. This is a travel media platform that aims to bring together a global community of stakeholders interested in promoting mindful travel through storytelling. So Postcard is on a mission to build a global database of local travel stories, believing that these stories are key to unlocking travel as a force for good. By sharing local stories, you hope to inspire more people to travel with empathy and understanding and to demand more sustainable and inclusive practices from their travel experiences. Oh, this is so good. There's so much we have to talk about here. But before we go there, since this is a podcast about travel and connecting us across borders, we have to place you geographically. So where are you? I'm based in Bangalore, India. Okay, so now, what time is it at your place now? It's around 4.30 in the afternoon. Yeah, you have this, we have this very strange uh, four and a half hours um, time difference between us. (laughs) Great. So you have to tell us about Postcard, uh, but I will just first read a short paragraph from your webpage because I think this is so well written. 
In a time when the world can feel increasingly disconnected and divisive, it's important to remember the common threads that bind us together. Travel stories can help bridge cultural divides and remind us of the shared humanity that connects us all. So this is ex- exactly the reason why I wanted to start this podcast, to, like, to emphasize the importance of connecting uh, in order to build empathy and understanding. So, so can you tell us that, like, the, what's the backstory? Why did you start Postcard, and and what is it? Yeah. So, thank you so much. Uh, so, Postcard was started actually, uh, you know, in its initial stages, it was more of a side project that I was working on. Uh, this was around 2018, 19. Uh, you know, I kind of got out of my last project. My mom had actually fallen sick, uh, and I had to sort of travel with her. Um, so, you know, on the side, I've been an entrepreneur all my life. Uh, so always been working on creating something. And, uh, you know, while I was taking care of, her, uh, you know, I started working on this micro blogging platform where I could start writing short stories and sharing it with my friends. And it was more of a blogging, uh, platform that we had created. I was playing around with that. And then, uh, you know, in 2020, uh, just before, uh, and uh, you know, we started developing uh, the product further, and then it started to take the shape of a postcard. After which, I uh, ended up uh, joining the TDC, which is the Transformational Travel Council. Mm-hmm. Um, and at that stage, I had no idea there were these amazing boutique companies, uh, you know, that were promoting responsible tourism and these amazing hotels, which were offering immersive experiences. Uh, but once I got into the TDC, I started listening to all these. Uh, amazing people and i was really inspired by their why as to why they started their company and why they were doing what they were doing uh but during those uh sessions i was also listening to some of the problems that they were having you know uh, and one of the challenges that they were having was to find like-minded travelers uh because it was really challenging for them they didn't have budgets to advertise on google and social media was really noisy uh and that kind of got me thinking that, you know, is there a way for us to pivot the product uh, into something that could help these companies succeed? Uh, and that's kind of when we shifted gears and decided to make this more of a storytelling platform where boutique hotels and travel designers who are promoting uh, responsible tourism uh, could actually come and start publishing local stories, you know, local stories of their people, culture, history, food, nature and wildlife. Uh, And we'd actually accumulate these stories into a, you know, eventually a global database uh, where people could come find, think of it like Wikipedia of local Mm -hmm. stories, right? Uh, There isn't one today, but what what if we had some place that we could go to and search for these amazing uh, stories from different parts of the world and actually get authentic content, which were actually written by people on the ground, uh, making an impact. So that was the uh, initial idea, uh, which kind of started uh, taking shape. Uh, you know, we then developed the technology further to help, uh, you know, make the whole process more seamless. And we officially launched on September of 2022 in our latest version. So it's been fairly young as far as yeah. the uh, age is concerned, but it's been very exciting. So so how does it work? Do you uh, do you find these these actors or, or the, um, the contributors to the platform yourself uh, and are they then invited to yes. share their stories? 
Yeah, so, you know, we wanted to be very careful of the voices that we bring on the platform. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, so uh, we have an application-based uh, sign-up uh, process. Uh, people apply, we check out their website. Um, we make sure that they are authentic voices uh, for responsible tourism. We also work with partners uh, such as the TTC, the Long Run, um, uh, and others to sort of bring on their members, uh, you know, whom they recommend from their portfolio and their community to join the platform. Uh, we're also launching an ambassador program uh, where we work with influencers in the in the industry who have contacts with hoteliers and travel designers, um, and we leverage their networks in exchange for a, a referral fee uh, to help bring on more uh, like-minded uh, hotels and travel designers. So it's a it's a mix of you know collaboration at the same time uh, inbound applications uh, that we use to sort of process and then approve uh, at IR. So for from from my end, for instance, I I really like the 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 website. It's very beautiful and very it's very nice to be in there. And so from my side, I go in and I I can have a log login as a user, and then I can go into, for instance, India or Italy or an area, and then I can find postcards as you call them and i can collect the postcards as kind of an inspiration for me and and for for planning a travel for instance when you need to travel then you go to postcard and then find suppliers who are promoting mindful travel Uh, for us the whole idea is we want to change behavior uh, at the fundamental level right Uh, and for us to change behavior we want people to start hearing more and more stories of different parts of the world uh, so that they can learn about different cultures, they can celebrate diversity uh, and really understand uh, and realize actually that you know anywhere we look at in the world, I think there are amazing local stories that are to be shared by amazing local people, right? Uh, yeah. But it's just that we don't have access to it. Uh, yeah. And it's really hard to find these individuals as well. So. What we're trying to do, therefore, is to sort of bring all these people together, build this global collection of local stories, uh, and then have uh, users or travelers come over, uh, you know, just start reading to, reading these stories, being inspired by some of them, start collecting these uh, postcards, building their own little wish list of travel experiences so that in the future, if they want to travel, they can start considering this whole idea of mindful travel and story-based travel as opposed to the old school bucket list and, yeah. uh, you know, a very uh, destination-driven travel as opposed to story-driven travel. Yes, exactly. I, I've been thinking, kind of trying to to figure out what kind of wording I'm looking for. So I ended up with something like going from consumer travel to more um, explorer travel or or maybe impact travel or... So, so what do you think is that or are the habits or the the way that we're used to traveling that we need to change? I think if you were to really look at the simplest change, I think it's just through mindfulness, right? Uh, mm. You know, because these buzzwords keep coming and, uh, you know, new buzzwords. But I think this whole idea of mindfulness seems to be uh, having more uh more distribution. So you're looking at, you know, mindfulness goes into wellness programs. Uh, you know, you're talking about mindfulness in all sorts of different industries now, uh, you know, whether it's mindful agriculture, 
uh, you know, the whole idea of eco-friendly, things like that. So I think mindfulness is something that I see across industries that seem to be becoming a new trend uh, and, uh, uh, and something which is fun and something which people are aspiring towards. Um, and for us, when, it, when we look at travel, I think the simplest way to become mindful traveler is to start reading stories of local destinations where you plan on going. Because the minute you start reading it, the beauty of storytelling is it automatically set, you know, uh, gives you that narrative which you can then internalize because it's relatable, it's a story. Uh, stories by nature have been something that we've been told right since we were young. So we know how to process stories uh, and internalize them very subconsciously as well. Uh, so the minute you start reading these little stories of different uh, uh, you know, people that you're going to meet, these places that you're going to see, uh, you know uh, about its culture, etc. I think what 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 starts happening in your mind as well is you know you start developing empathy and understanding uh, of the destinations that you're going to visit, which then triggers off a set of behavioral changes in you as well if you're awake to it, right? Uh, mm. And that then allows you to sort of connect with the locals, uh, you know, uh, experience local cuisine, uh, you know. Uh, stay at a boutique hotel for a deeper and a more immersive experience, uh, connect with local tour operators who can give you more authentic uh, experiences and connections and so on and so forth. So I think, you know, if we stop looking at top 10 things to do and having a bucket list of uh, things we want, places we want to just see and go a little deeper into the narratives of those places and ask the why, behind visiting these places and meeting these people. I think it just enriches us. It's a much more immersive, it's much more fun experience, right? Because you learn so much more um, as opposed to just going and, you know, seeing a place. Yeah. And that also means maybe that we're not all going to Venice or uh, <laughs> or the like the normal bucket list items that we need to seek out the more the places that we don't know uh, or haven't heard of perhaps and yeah yeah and and both ways even if you you know one is of course it opens up the world so much more right because you're not looking at only the top destinations in the world uh but it's really down to what interests you have right so if you're mm. into adventure see the world through the lens of an adventure uh enthusiast right if you're into food see the world through the uh, lens of a foodie Right. And all of a sudden, everything opens up. So if someone's really into Venice as well, you don't have to just go and see Venice as, you know, for the uh, canals and everything. But you can actually go deeper into the mm. cultural aspects of Venice and make that experience in Venice much more enriching because you found the right travel designer or the right boutique hotel in Venice that actually packages these amazing experiences for you for a once in a lifetime uh, visit to Venice, you know. Yes, and that's where. So, uh, so how it works again with postcard is that I can, if I find a really interesting uh, postcard uh, with a an experience that I want to to explore, then I can get in touch with with the people behind this story, right? Through your exactly, exactly. Yes. So every every postcard has two call to actions. Uh, one is the idea of collecting that individual postcard so you can then add it to your uh, wish list of experiences that you want to have. Mm. But another button that we also have on each postcard is a read more. 
uh, button. On that read more button actually opens up the uh, business page of the hotel or the travel uh, or the tour that actually talked about that story. So once you open up the business page, uh, what uh, you get is a list of stories uh, around that tour or around the hotel that the uh, you know host provide uh, the the experiences that the host provides, and then that's followed with a contact form where you can then connect with the host and then sort of have a discussion if you're planning a trip there. Mm, very nice. So I am wondering, uh, your your background is from from finance and entrepreneurship, right? You've been a serial from entrepreneur college. for twenty two years. I read somewhere, but that is mostly from tech. Am I correct? Yeah. Is it so? Yeah. How it's, did you end up in the travel space? Yeah, so it's uh, so I've been a pretty erratic entrepreneur. I've, uh, you know, while I've been involved with tech products, uh, I have worked uh, and started companies across different industries. Uh, you know, I I started working on social networking in 2000 uh, before mm. it was uh, you know even mainstream. Uh, yeah, that was you know timing issues. Then I got into retail. Uh, we, we developed a range of home gardening products for the Indian market. Then I got into, uh, you know, agri-tech where we started uh, growing 3,000 acres of marigold flowers with Indian farmers in uh, South India. Then I got into fine art uh, where we developed an affordable art platform uh, to help emerging Indian artists market their uh, original art through prints. And then mm. finally, uh, you know, uh, I started traveling, like I said, you know, when my mm. mom fell sick and uh, I, I, I saw these amazing uh, stories and, uh, you know, the entrepreneurial bug, you know, kicked in and, uh, you know, you wanted to, I wanted to start getting a little creative as to how I would do things differently. Uh, and that's how Postcard was born. Yeah. So it's, it's a combination of all your experience from everything and then your personal um yeah what you were missing yes exactly that's that's very powerful often (laughs) i think yeah Yeah, something that you really want to have yourself speaking of tech tell us about this new guy that you introduced recently stamp and Mm -hmm. also perhaps both why why is he here and how how did he how was he born? <laughs> yes. Yeah, so, I, you know, I, I think we talk about sustainable travel. Uh, we talk about regenerative travel. And these are pretty heavy subjects, right? Uh, it's mm. not easily relatable. Uh, you know, people don't connect with it. You know, there's a very small portion of the society that really connects with it and understands the importance of this whole uh, space that we're talking about. But for us to really have an impact, it needs to be fun. You know, it needs to be something that everyone connects with and says, hey, this is actually a better way to travel, right? So Mm -hmm. we wanted to change the narrative of and move away from sustainability and regeneration uh, to make it more challenging to a user saying, do you know that there's a better way to travel uh, than what you have been doing, which is just checking off uh, items on bucket lists? And that's the baseline with which we want to create this idea of what if you could travel with stories. So to make this whole uh, experience much more fun, dynamic, uh, you know, also appeal to the youth, uh, we uh, because they are the future. And I think if mm-hmm. change has to come, they need to sort of embrace it. Uh, we wanted to create this really fun character who was, uh, you know, 
associate who, who was our first uh, avatar on postcard um, and we you know given postcard and stamps we thought a good name would be stamp uh, so we picked up that idea and we've kind of we're still building we're still working on him but the whole idea is he's this uh, he's the world's first digital mindful traveler um and he was born on jan 10th uh, 2023 uh and he's uh, born with one mission which is to spread the idea of mindful travel and showcase stories from different parts of the world so as we are imagining his journey uh, you know we're going to be coming up with more avatars from different parts of the world uh these will be local uh you know uh local avatars representing each and every country uh you know having a, a being their uh, guide uh with stories ha- having that database of stories of their individual countries and and stamp is this character who goes around the world uh meeting all these avatars uh you know collecting the postcards from the partners that we have so in a way we're trying to humanize stamp and we're telling boutique hotels that look why don't you submit some postcards and stamp will start reading them right yeah. um, why don't you have tour operators submit postcards and then stamp will start reading them and eventually what we want to do with stamp is we want to you know add in that layer of ai as well uh, because mm. we want to start training stamp to start reading these stories uh, and and then uh, you know that opens up a whole new space into conversational chat where uh, you know if i was to ask you you know what if you had an opportunity to speak with a character online uh who's who's has over 200,000 stories from around the world imagine the conversation with that character right and imagine him recommending experiences to you based on the database that we've built so uh yeah big plans for stamp but the whole yeah. idea is how do we humanize the uh, uh the whole promotion of responsible tourism uh, make it fun make it youthful make it dynamic um and yeah challenge our challenge travelers around the world to say that look you know have you tried this better way of travel in today's travel toolkit i give you a book i am reading a lot of books on this topic nowadays and there are so many new things to discover and i really have the feeling of being totally new in the sandbox but back to this book It is called Sustainable Travel: The Essential Guide to Positive Impact Adventures, and it is written by a woman called Holly Tappen. And there is so much information in this book. If you are looking for a way to explore the world without leaving a huge carbon footprint, this book has all the tips, tricks, and ideas that you need. From over a decade of responsible travels, sustainability expert Holly Tappen shares her knowledge on low carbon and positive impact adventures. She has so many suggestions of of how you can make your trip a force for good, like asking the right questions to the operators and the accommodations that you choose, how you can reduce your carbon footprint, how you can embrace slow travel, pack responsibly, and all the different things you can do to benefit people cultures and the places that places that you visit she also focuses on regenerative travel which i really like including conservation minded tours community led initiatives alternative ad- adventures responsible destinations and green places to stay 
and in between the different sections she has short interviews with different experts in the responsible travel space. There is so much in here, so I think I need to read the book again and take more notes this time. So to sum it up, great book, highly recommend it. And now back to the episode. Yes, you were kind of answering my next question because I, you talked about AI and all the all the opportunities there and you you see uh like just 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 a few the last few months i think so much has happened within ai like opening up to to normal people uh, like myself i've been diving into everything and it's so much fun so i can see this is this is going to evolve really quickly and changing so much is there anything else Apart from what you already say said that you can see kind of in the future for travel and responsible travel in your crystal ball when it comes to technology and AI and everything uh, around that, I think that I think it's uh, from what I'm hearing. Uh, so I don't have enough knowledge to sort of be an expert here, but I think uh, you know AI. Uh, it's really a, a, a tool that can be used for good and you know negatively right so yeah i think it's really the intention with which people choose to use ai uh, where it can really help uh, you know with regards to uh, even customer support uh, you know uh, prioritization of leads for example you can have chat driven mm. systems uh, that can help you uh, talk to potential clients uh, you know get an understanding of you know are they high priority for uh, feedback or low? So that way, you know, travel designers who are spending so much time, uh, you know, going back and forth on every single inquiry, uh, you know, AI can actually help them do the first vetting uh, process, you know, help them prioritize leads so that, you know, the guys who are looking to travel next month get, you know, a, a preference over people who are looking at next year. Uh, and that's just the tip, right? Uh, you can go mm. deeper into... From what I'm hearing, uh, you know, they're saying that people can, you know, AI can actually completely book tickets, right, from plane tickets to actually making reservations and everything. I don't know how that works and how mm. it will work out, but that's really the potential. So I think what's interesting for the travel industry is I think, you know, travel designers uh, and, uh, you know, uh, by virtue are creative people. Uh, they are Their strong uh, uh, suit isn't logistics and administrative. So if if they can get this third party support where you know a lot of the load is taken off and it's not expensive for them, they don't have to hire many many people. Uh, what could happen is they they could free up more time uh, to actually do what they love, and which is create these amazing immersive itineraries, which kind of you know tell people about the world. Mm. Yeah, it it will be very interesting to see what what will happen in the future yeah. in so many areas. Do you have a uh, like looking at your database and all these stories that you have already collected and I see they're growing all the time do you have a a, a kind of one example of a story uh, that you could share with us what this could be like what could people find in there do you have a favorite or something yeah, that so you can remember I think Pashmina Trail is something that you know I I it's always uh, close to my heart because it was the first uh, that we bought on uh, our platform it's by 
Shobha George, uh, uh, who's from the Extra Mile in India. And, uh, uh, you know, I asked her, I was like, so she talked about the Pashmina Trail and I was like, you know, why did you start, uh, you know, what incentivized you to get into this whole idea of the Pashmina Trail? And she was like, you know, I'd gone to Ladakh, which is, uh, you know, in the northern side of India. And uh, you're familiar with the Pashmina fabric, right? It's one of the most yes. uh, coveted uh, fabrics in the world. It yes. goes back to, you know, hundreds of years. Uh, and it actually comes from this uh, small little goat, which is found in the Ladakh region. Uh, and because of the intense cold, uh, they're at, I think, 16,000 feet above sea level. Uh, you know, in the winters, they develop this really, really soft fur, which sheds in the summer. So the nomads in Ladakh actually comb the uh, fur out, and then that is woven together to create the Pashmina shawl. Uh, but what's been happening is because of modernization, etc., a lot of the kids in the community are now wanting to go away from the nomadic lifestyle uh, and actually enter in the come into the cities, uh, you know, work in computer company, tech technology companies and banks and things like that. And they don't have that much pride uh, for what their Mm -hmm. ancestors have been doing for so many, so many years. So one of the things that, uh, you know, Shobha wanted to do was to use uh, this narrative of the Pashmina shawl and the journey of the Pashmina shawl to string together a set of experiences that a traveler would have uh, in order to sort of, you know, really get an idea of how this whole process goes through. So you, in this store, you'd actually go to Ladakh, uh, you know, you stay at the Stoke Palace Hotel, which, by the way, uh, you know, still has the current king of Ladakh, who I think is the 34th to the throne, uh, Jigmed. And uh, if you're lucky, you get a chance to meet him. Uh, you know, uh, he tells you about his stories of his ancestors who were kings in Ladakh earlier. Uh, you meet some very interesting entrepreneurs uh, who have, uh, you know, uh, who are actually supporting the nomads going high fashion, uh, you know, have a fashion label called Lana Ladakh. Uh, they export these uh, end products all over the world. And then a lot of the proceeds that they get from there is given back to the nomadic community, uh, basically to make it more fashionable, to say that, look, this is a living heritage of India mm. and we need to really preserve it through tourism. Uh, so uh, that's another example. And then you go into these beautiful journeys where you actually, uh, you know, two days you camp with the nomads itself at 16,000 feet. So they set up camps with the nomads. You're looking at their lifestyle. You kind of see the harsh conditions. Their faces are red because of the cold. They migrate eight to 10 times a year. Uh, it's fascinating, right? Uh, and in all that, you know, you, you eat local cuisine, you uh, visit a few monasteries, and it's quite a transformational experience uh, from what I've heard. So uh, Shobha, I've been telling, I've, I've told Shobha I need to go on that trip once. Yeah, I was uh, funny that you you picked this one because I was looking at that just before our call now, that one. So yeah, I want to go as well. Yeah. Very interesting. Um, so one of the things that I want to kind of try to figure out uh, through this podcast are some answers to all the all the dilemmas around traveling and you know the what you are talking about the need we have to connect and and why it's important and we need to learn from each other and build understanding and everything but then you have all these other things like the 
our climate uh, or our footprints and maybe sometimes also negative impacts on local communities. So what's your your solution or your your thoughts about these dilemmas? How do we tackle them? I, I think these are facts, right? Uh, but I think we need to look at how do we address this in a positive, optimistic manner rather than be heartbroken with what's happening around the world. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, uh, I don't know, it's for me personally, I think everything boils down to just stories. You know, if people just start listening to stories of other people and other cultures, I think it just creates that environment where respect and, you know, understanding come in. And I think once people start developing that understanding uh, and uh, empathy, they'll start asking their suppliers uh, to be more uh, responsible in their behavior uh, in the products that they provide. Uh, When the global community of travelers start to ask and demand suppliers to be more uh, sustainable uh, because it's the new trend, suppliers will have no option but to adopt. Uh, these practices which are regenerative and sustainable, etc. Mm. And when that happens at scale, you know, good things will start happening in the world, right? Uh, yeah. Because all of a sudden, uh, you know, all the suppliers are saying that, look, now we have to be more transparent. We need to be more uh, certified, whatever the case may be, right? We need to promote the local community, uplift it because the traveler thinks it's cool and that's why I get a booking. Mm. And if that starts happening, you're kind of pushing thresholds, right? You're you're pushing the barrier. You're challenging suppliers to say that let's let's do it. So I, I think it needs to come from the traveler, uh, because uh, we can go out and tell suppliers as much as we want, you know, be sustainable, get this certification, etc. But if they don't feel it, uh, you know, a lot of them, and that's why you have so much greenwashing, because it's more about perception than reality. But if the travelers start demanding it. And to get the travelers to demand it, it just comes from stories and empathy, I think. So that's that's my take. Uh, you know, I just yeah. think we need to be much more optimistic. We need to be much more positive uh, and say that, look, let's let's change the minds of the travelers. Uh, you know, and if we change their minds, the suppliers' minds will automatically change. Do you have a? I know one of one of the things is to to use your your. Um your web page and your database but if you were to to give an advice uh let's say i'm planning my my summer holiday uh, and i want to take my family and build some memories and great experiences but still there's this i want things to be easier for people so that they don't uh, i've experienced this myself that you start with this best intentions and yes this year i'm going to do it in the right way the best way and we're going to take the train and you know everything and then suddenly it gets so complicated so people give up and then you go to the normal normal travel agent and book the normal experience so do you have any advice on where to start for people? Yeah, I think I think you know the the good part about this is there are travel designers now that are being uh, you know are much more visible now, right? So platforms such as Postcard, for example, are actually shining the spotlight on these kind of travel designers who do the work mm-hmm. for you, right? From the curation, understanding what is it that you know, why do you want to go to a destination, for example, right? 
so that it's much more meaningful for you. They curate experiences that are transformational. Uh, you know, if you want to challenge yourself in certain ways, uh, you know, there's adventure therapy that's, you know, for example, one of our suppliers, uh, you know, uh, Raj Joshi does, where he takes people into the jungles uh, and uh, asks them to sort of push their limits just a little bit so that they open up um, and they, they feel transformed. So I think there's a, and, and the whole ecosystem, I think, around it is also developing. There are, uh, you know, uh, we have a couple of partners with us, like the uh, Travel Coach Network. Uh, there's also the uh, Transformational Travel Council, uh, and and these uh, entities are actually educating travel designers and the future uh, industry players as well to say that okay, how do we become more sustainable? How do we become more immersive? How do we create more transformative journeys as well, so that it can actually have a positive impact on not just the person that we're transforming or the traveler, but also the uh, destination that they visit. Uh, so there are a lot of these directories that are out there, uh, which are now available. And one of the things that Postcard is also trying to do is partner up with these people uh, mm-hmm. so that we can bring those uh, forward to our uh, community as well. But my suggestion just, you know, to bring it all together is, yeah, the, you know, work with a travel designer uh, who is, you know, certified or who's authentic and is trying to promote transformational experiences for you and your family so what what would be your your uh, personal wish for the the coming year we're at this at the beginning of 2023 so both for postcard and for the for the industry in general perhaps what do you wish for for 2023 what will happen I think- I think just global awareness needs to grow, right? I think more voices need to come out, more com- uh, startups need to start in this space, you know, things mm-hmm. like Postcard. For us, uh, you know, the more uh, voices that are out there, uh, you know, uh, promoting mindful travel, responsible tourism, I think the further the message spreads. Uh, I think, uh, you know, I'm hoping, uh, you know, groups such as uh, the TTC, uh, TCN, and all these other companies, uh, Long Run, for example, they all grow their databases of members, uh, you know, because we just need more voices uh, to go out there, uh, you know, just create an echo chamber at least or, or create some space there where we can start sending out that message that, look, there's this new way to travel, right? And it's more fun, it's yeah. better. So I, I think overall for the industry, I just hope more travelers start demanding sustainable more travelers start demanding mindfulness from their hotels. They start trying out boutique hotels. They prefer that over staying at mainstream hotels or commercial hotels. Uh, and same with tours. I just hope, you know, people start traveling with travel designers because, you know, if you're going to, let's say, Botswana, it's probably going to be a once-in-a-lifetime trip. Uh, why not go with someone who's going to make it absolutely sensational for you, right? Yeah. Um, and immersive. So I just hope that the whole industry, you know, it becomes more mainstream. It becomes more of a buzzword. Uh, you know, it comes into uh, you know people's vocabulary. Uh, and yeah, I think if that happens, then you know all the other companies such as Postcard will all benefit because uh, you know the industry is that uh, transitioning from commercial to more boutique and immersive. Yes. Yes, I I agree with you on every every point, and um, uh, we we need to know where uh, people can find you. I will put all the links in the in the information for the episode. But w- which platforms are you on? 
Yeah, so uh, interestingly, uh, so our main website is postcard.travel. Um, and that's where we have Stamp introducing the project. And, yep. uh, you know, he's sharing all his stories and postcards for our uh, readers to collect. But besides that, what Stamp also does is he's fairly active on, uh, you know, uh, social media such as Facebook, uh, Instagram, LinkedIn, as well as Pinterest. And every day he posts one story uh, from one of our, uh, you know, databases, uh, from one of our uh, portfolio. So it's a great way to follow us on our social channels as well. Uh, You know, you get one inspiration a day uh, and that kind of, you know, just gives you something new to learn every day. And if you're interested in joining our community, then yeah, visit postcard.travel and join the tribe. Yes, very nice. I hope people will will find their way in there. Uh, and as I said, I will share everything. So thank you so much for your time. This has been very, very interesting. And uh, I wish you all the luck with your, uh, your uh, company and everything that's happening. Thank you so much, Rasi. It's been a pleasure talking to you and thank you so much for championing uh, responsible tourism and mindful travel. My pleasure. So that's it for this week's episode. Thank you for listening and thank you to Amit and Postcard for bringing these inspiring stories out in the world. And I really look forward to following them and their avatar stamp. I'm sure they will do great things in the future. Really exciting also with this angle on AI, I think. I'll be back with another episode in two weeks. And in the meantime, I hope you make sure to subscribe or follow or whatever we call it now so that you get noticed when there's a new episode. Talk to you soon.